Good morning. This is Alicia Wellington. The story I'll tell. Can God test you? This morning, my text is taken from Jeremiah chapter 18. The word of the Lord which came to Jeremiah, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will choose, I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was mad or spoiled in the hand of the potter. And he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house Israel. Can the Lord test you? And when I ask that question, it doesn't refer to God's... Um, it's not a rhetorical question. You know, for you to say, of course, of course, God can test us. But does he have your permission to do it? Is it okay if he does it? Job was a righteous man. The Bible says that he eschewed evil. He was upright. He walked, he had it, walked with integrity of heart. And yet still there was one day that there was an angel conference and the Satan presented himself before the Lord. And God boasted about Job, how he was such a righteous man. Seemed like if he was rubbing it in Satan's face. And then Satan said, let me at him, let me at him, because Job doesn't serve you just so. As a matter of fact, it says, does Job, Job serve, serve you for naught? He said, because you have put a hedge around him, that's why he's serving you. And the Lord allowed the trial of Job. And he said, go ahead. You can lay hands of all that he has except on him. And the devil wrecked havoc. He, he killed his sons. He took his wealth, everything. And as if that wasn't enough, again he presented himself before the Lord. And the Lord had the same boast because you see, the Bible had said that even with all of this, Job did not. He did not accuse God wrongfully. And so Satan came again. And so and the Lord made the same boost. And this time Satan said, flesh for flesh. And the Lord allowed him to afflict Job's person. Now, there were some things that I see in that passage while Job was being tried. One, it is that he was tried. There were two trials. And the thing is that he had no clue as to when he was going to come out of it. But why do we go through these fiery trials? When I look at Jeremiah 18, one of the reasons I, I, I can, I can um, offer is found in verse 4. He said that the vessel that he made of clay was marred. It was spoiled. 
And, you know, sometimes I think when the Lord looks at us, he sees those areas of imperfections in us. And as the potter, because he said, can I do with you? Israel, Israel was his people. So can I do with you, Alicia Wellington, what that potter did with the clay? When that piece of clay was on the wheel and the, the potter was working this to, 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 to create a vessel fit for his use or a vessel um, that was good in his in his eyes. Can I do with you what the potter did? That when he saw that this vessel was not perfect or that it was spoiled, that he broke it and started afresh. So when I look at you, Alicia Wellington, and I see in you areas of your life that are not yet perfected. Can I take you and put you on the wheel of life? And can I squeeze you and mold you and form you and break you and start all over again to create the vessel that I want that will seem good to me that will be useful to me and how does he do it well yes the bible says that the word of the lord tries me so one we, we may receive a word from god and then we go through the trial and so i referenced job when we started because job went through a fiery trial and many of us may be able to identify with going through situation after situation and there seemed to be no end because like I said, Job had no clue if he was going to come out and when he was going to come out. And we can identify with that. Sometimes the things seem so never ending that we don't know if and when. But there is hope. Because I see also in Deuteronomy that I think it's Deuteronomy 8 too, that the Lord, when he spoke about the children of Israel, he said, and thou shall remember all the way which the Lord thy God had led thee these 40 years. Yes, a long time in the wilderness, 40 years in the wilderness, that he might afflict thee some translation has others would be to prove thee to humble thee and to know what is in thine heart and you know so sometimes we go through these fiery trials to humble us sometimes to prove us to prove whether we will continue like as in the case of Job to be upright whether we will curse choose to curse God and die and to know what is in our hearts. Interestingly enough, when we go through some trials, we see some things that are coming out of us that we will, we might be shocked. But God knows. He is the potter. And he, has, he saw these things long ahead. And then there's another scripture that I find 
um, very relevant, and it's in James 1, 2, which tells us to consider it pure joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Now, I'll be honest with you. I have not yet matured to the place where I count all my trials as, you know, with pure joy that, I, that I'm excited and I'm, you know, joyful about them. But what I have understood is that that testing or that trial, I profit from it. And one of the ways of profiting from it, again, is maturing, is by maturing in my faith and maturing in my walk and in the squeezing that there are some things in me that um, I get rid of. I am purified through the trials. And so I think asking the question, can God test you, is really for the purpose of giving us a, 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 an opportunity to look at what we are going through differently. I always ask, God, what are you teaching me in this season? So what is he teaching you? God bless you and do have a wonderful day.